Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. All right. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It's January 2nd, uh, the good Lord's year, 2024, and we have a lot to get into. Our featured conversation today will be centered around Caitlin Bristow fighting back the narrative, some accusing her of cheating on her ex, Jason Tartik, with now Zach Clark. What does Tasha have to say and all these different things? We're going to get into this. This is going to be our featured story of the day here. Uh, as you guys know, we've had Caitlin Bristow on the podcast podcast driving with dave i have done her award-winning off the vine podcast in nashville uh over the summer and i got a couple of words i'm going to say about this also i have spoken to caitlin so you know take what i have to say with a grain of salt but we're going to get into all of that and uh trust me if you're looking for an opinion that's going to rile people up and shine up the pitchforks and get out the tiki torches and burn some bridges i gotta tell you you're going to the wrong place because uh, we are going to bring some sense into this crazy way to start 2024. Caitlin posted the vibe for 2024 is messy authenticity over fake perfection. And let me tell you something so far we are delivering. We're going to get into that story and a few others here on the morning episode. So if you didn't follow us yesterday on the YouTube channel, did not plan to have uh, YouTube content on a holiday, but I had to put the mimosas to the side and get to it. Not only did we have Caitlin Bristow's Instagram with Zach Clark that, of course, let the internet know. She didn't post it, but somebody in her camp or at her party posted it. So that wasn't it. We also had Susie Evans and Justin Glaze seemingly smooching. Are they together? Are they not? We still don't have an official hard launch, but also Katie Thurston uh, kind of showed some very interesting soft launch photos with her and comedian Mike Linochi. So it looks like, look like they're thriving and well and who else in Bachelor Nation? Aaron Schwartzman had a hard launch with a non-Bachelor Nation uh, person. So as always is the case, New Year's, like some other holidays, like Valentine's Day. and I don't know. There's just certain holidays where they lead to the catalyst of launching happening. Uh, and of course, we already know... Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey were already hard launched, but now if there's any more accolades that Taylor needs, she now dethrones Elvis Presley. She ain't nothing but a hound dog as solo artist with most weeks atop the Billboard 200 chart. Welcome to 2024, where the king of rock and roll has been dethroned by the mastermind queen, Taylor Swift. Swift takes a record for the solo artist with the most weeks spent on top of the Billboard 200 album charts. And I gotta tell you, what a weird way to go into 2024. No, not Taylor Swift, but the people that took photos of her smooching her man, Travis Kelsey, on their New Year's Eve party. I mean, look, somebody's going to do it, but could you imagine if you start the new year off worried less about your life and more about what other people are doing? I got to tell you, I know this is going to ruffle some feathers, but uh, boy, it's not too late to make a switch. Maybe that maybe January 3rd can start off some new year's resolutions about us all worrying about ourselves. Now I know what you're saying, Dave, then no one would listen to your podcast. I get it. 
I gotta feed the beast. We have to share a little bit of uh, celebrity gossip. That's part of the channel. We cover Bachelor Nation news. But of course, like, let's just encourage everybody. Let's 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 do the cousin rule. Let's treat everybody like they're a cousin. They don't have to be a sibling. They don't have to be a mom or a dad or a daughter. Just a cousin. We all want our cousins to do well, right? Let's wish Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey well, along with Caitlin Bristow and everyone else we're going to talk about in this episode here. I do hope in one way or another, our channel can attract some forms of positivity throughout the year with our content. I know whenever anyone sort of preaches like they're going to be uh, a better version of themselves, they can come off like a, like a, a prothelicizing I have that word right? But I would just like to say, look, my goal for the year is to spend my time as I make YouTube videos and podcasts by trying to elevate people, by trying to realize we're all trying our best here. And there might be some celebrities that are worth more money than you or than me, but it doesn't mean their life's all easy peasy and everyone's just trying their best with the information they have. That's what it comes down to, folks. And speaking of trying their best, what a dogfight we had. Bat- or Beverly Hills 90210 star Ian Zaring, am I pronouncing that right? Comfort's weeping daughter after scary attack. Now, I've seen multiple versions of this story, but it looks like he was jumped right back into parent mode after his Donnybrook with a bunch of LA biker thugs dashing over to his weeping daughter to console her. I'm going to share the video with you. You might not be able to hear too much, but this is after getting jumped. They say by biker thugs, but they're literally like driving these little like uh, not street legal motorbikes. So these are all of the bikers coming up to Beverly Hills star Ian Ziering. And then I guess he gets out of his car. They maybe throw a punch or two. It's really hard to know who started this or what the hell's going on here. You know you're in Hollywood, though, when you have a biker gang fighting a star of Beverly Hills 90210. Very, and then there's, like, sightseeing tour buses nearby. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it other than I'm sure there'll be more security footage that comes out. Um, TMZ obtained more videos showing the aftermath of Ian's terrifying New Year's Eve attack in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard, where the Beverly Hills 90210 star went toe-to-toe with a group of bikers, duking it out with them. Now, I got to tell you, that's probably the first mistake is that you were on Hollywood Boulevard, which is like the Times Square. I mean, it's not the place you want to be, but um, either way, they have the footage of the helmeted gang of assailants, this is TMZ's words, mostly sitting on their choppers in the street blocking traffic. Their leader, wearing a blue shirt and a head mask, lumbers across the road, pointing at the bikers and barking orders. The large man then climbs onto his own bike and takes off with his underlings. In the midst of this, Ian runs across the boulevard to his 12-year-old daughter, Mia, who is clearly upset and crying. Like a doting dad, Ian wraps his arms around the girl and kisses her on her head, asking if she's okay. Besides the the shock of it all, Ian and Mia seem physically fine. Police are investigating the crazy brawl after an official report was filed with Ian's name listed as the victim. I know some people said he threw the punch first and got out of his, his, his car. Again, we'll have to see if there's any more footage that came out. So TMZ broke the story with a video that captured the frightening ordeal. In the clip, the bikers are riding past Ian's car, possibly clipping it and sparking the confrontation. Ian exchanges punches with one of the bikers before he gets jumped by the other assailants. The whole thing turns in an all-out fight and not a single bystander jumps in to help Ian. Um, no one's been arrested. They say stay tuned. So we'll, we'll have 
to see if there's any more that comes from that story. Okay, we have a boy band divorce, an earthquake in LA, some other content, and hold on tight, folks. We're going to get to all of the Caitlin Bristow story. It is the number one lead story of the week, and we'll have that for you right after the break. All right. One of the least known uh, boy band members, AJ McLean, says he's getting a divorce from his wife. That story's in the news. Backstreet Boy singer AJ McLean is starting fresh in the new year. He says he's getting divorced after previously separating from his wife. AJ and Rochelle Deanna McLean just released a joint statement on social media announcing their plans to divorce. Wouldn't it be great if this statement just said, bye, bye, bye? No. Uh, They said, as we all know, we've been separated for over a year now. While we have hope for reconciliation, we have decided to officially end our marriage. Hey, I guess that's the way to do it. They took a whole year. They decided they no longer want to be together. Seems mutual. So let's move on from that. There was an earthquake yesterday. Uh, that's right. LA started the new year off to a shaky start. 4.1 magnitude earthquake hits. It was right in the morning. I got to tell you, I didn't feel a dang thing. And this just goes to show like, you know, my neighborhood in Los Angeles, I'm here for two more weeks. Uh, during There are certain times of the year when fireworks go off at all times of the day. Fourth of July, after the Dodgers win, a random soccer game breaks out. New Year's Eve, there's just certain times. My neighborhood's, you know, uh, Sweet 16. And um, because there are nonstop earthquakes, um, excuse me, nonstop uh, fireworks, I didn't feel the earthquake. And, uh, you know, I, I was kind of thinking, you know, I don't want a heavy earthquake, but maybe one last rumbling before I leave. You know what I mean? Just a weird feeling out there. But either way, that's the rocky way to start the year off. And speaking of rocky ways to start the year off, let's dive into the Caitlin Bristow story. Now, I'm not going to hide my opinion on the matter. I think Caitlin is a entrepreneur. I think she's a strong businesswoman. I think she's someone who wears her heart on her sleeve. I also think Jason Tartik is a stand-up guy. Uh, They have a relationship as it broke up that had little uh, sort of public... Uh, fighting. There was, uh, they didn't do the podcast rounds where they shat on each other, but we have an audience, the frenzied audience in Bachelor Nation that sometimes wants to make a story, even if there is none. Well, there is a story today, as reported yesterday on my YouTube. We shared the video. We had Zach Clark, formerly engaged to Tasha Adams, at Caitlin Bristow's home in Nashville, Tennessee. Caitlin just moved to a new place after leaving her uh, old home that she had with former uh, fiance uh, Jason Tartik and before that Sean Booth. Well, Caitlin had a bash. She had Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules there, a bunch of other friends, good pal of the podcast. Blake Moynes was there. And I had received news from a source that there may be a story coming out that this was going to make news. So my guess is the photo, the short clip that was revealed of Caitlin Bristow with her arm around Jason, excuse me, around Zach Clark's neck uh, during the countdown. My guess is, while I don't think this was planned, I don't think she was against it coming out that she may be seeing Zach Clark. And I say that because, look, here's what's tough, right? You don't want people spreading rumors. You don't want people guessing in the wrong direction and kind of, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very difficult to curate, um, a storyline based on what's going on out there. So if it's true, and I don't have any insider information, but if it's true that Caitlin is now dating Zach Clark, um, 
I don't think that's that big of a deal. I understand in Bachelor Nation, it's like, well, Zach was engaged to Tasha. Tasha and Caitlin were co-hosts together. Caitlin and Tasha have never pretended to be besties. We don't know that they are close friends. They were essentially co-workers. Now, don't get me wrong. They were peers in the sense they were both former bachelorettes, but do they owe it to each other to not pursue their happiness on their own terms? My quick answer to that is no. Now, I'm going to get into what Caitlin said in response, but we have a sub-segment of the Bachelor audience that is cynical to say the least. And by that, I mean, there is a subsegment of people that will look at Caitlyn as always being the person doing all of the wrong. It is something about Caitlyn's personality type that really, really rubs some people the wrong way. It is something she has dealt with since being the bachelorette when she was slut shamed because she decided to possibly have an intimate moment with someone before the fantasy suite. They felt this way after her last relationship ended. I mean, look, Look, she, you know, between Sean Booth and Jason Tartik, she had, what, two relationships in five or six years? I mean, good grief, people. For every single person that would accuse Caitlyn of being messy, I would say, open up your own, like, laundry and let us see how dirty it actually is. You know, we think we just leave these per live these perfect lives, right? We think we just, uh, our shit doesn't stink, and, and that Caitlin says, some god-awful person. I don't know. I don't want to make this a gender thing if it isn't. But I do wonder. I do wonder if there's something about Caitlin's success as a woman that has pissed off a lot of other women. We see Caitlin as someone who hasn't really done anything dirty. She hasn't thrown... Um, any of her exes under the bus, really. I mean, sure, her relationship with Sean Booth didn't end great. And when Sean got in the podcast game, they kind of had chirping back and forth. But I see something very similar in Caitlin that I kind of feel myself in that I'm viscerally loyal to people. And when I feel like they are not loyal back, it really pisses me off. I want to hold people to a standard that I want my tribe to be in. I see that as a trait that Caitlin has. So, it was posted on BachelorNation.scoop, some of, and we covered this yesterday, some of the in interesting, um, you know, maybe uh, moments of Caitlyn breaking up with Jason and her uh, maybe possibly starting to date Zach. Some have taken this to imply that there was cheating. So someone posted on Dumois um, some of the moments where Jason caught wind that Caitlin was talking to Zach and then Caitlin denied that they were talking before the breakup, but didn't deny that they were talking after the breakup. Look, once you're broken up with somebody, do what you want to move on. Have a one night stand. Go on a private girls trip. Eat, pray, love style. Do whatever the flip you want. What we do know is Jason unfollowed Zach, and that's what led people to wonder, hey, is he somehow involved? You know, we'll get the X-Files music going. Is Jason somehow involved in some of the things going on with Caitlyn? And you go, well, maybe Caitlyn became friends with uh, Zach, the same way she became friends with Jason after her relationship ended with Sean Booth. I never believed any of the rumors that there was overlap uh, between Jason Tartik and her after Sean Booth broke up. And yet some people go on and on and they want, they want to see. And, it, and it's, and it's one of those issues we have with the, the itch to have a conspiracy. Uh, it, guys, I get it. I'm not pretending to be better than that way of thinking. I fell into that trap myself with, um, 
with Victoria Fuller and Greg Grippo. I fell in, I I get it. I'm one of you. I've speculated and done my own confirmation bias to feel a certain way. Uh, either way, Bachelornation.scoop posted Zach Clark, Tasha's F1, was at Caitlin Bristow's New Year's party last night. Looks like rumors that started on Demoir are likely true. Receipts and speculation posted on subs. And then other says God bless this mess. This ain't it. My response to that, wherever the comment was, was like, look, I said this. Here's my hot take. Single people can do what they want. Uh, a real, uh, you know, boneheaded response from someone was this. She cheated on Zach uh, excuse me, she cheated on Jason with Zach and it was revealed already. But you, speaking to me, are too far up Bachelor Nation trying to be relevant to even pretend to call out cheating when you want these people on your podcast to make you money. Uh, okay, first of all, dog shit take. Dog shit take. Look, uh, I've said the same thing about Katie Thurston and others that I've gotten to meet. Clayton, Susie, plenty of others. Nate, People go, oh, you're just liking them because you got to know them. Well, damn right. You realize everybody's trying their best. Some people, that might mean it can get messy. Would it be better for Caitlin to go find a guy that wasn't in Bachelor Nation? Maybe for you. Maybe for a Bachelor audience, it would be better because she wouldn't fit this narrative of being messy. But does it really matter that Zach Clark also dated somebody who, by the way, wasn't he broken up with by Tasha? He dated somebody in Bachelor Nation. Caitlin Bristow dated somebody in Bachelor Nation. They're all connected. So we use our confirmation bias to look at it as, as though Caitlin has thrown Tasha under the bus. We have no, we have absolutely zero connective tissue to show that Caitlin and Tasha were best friends before this. And if you're not close friends, then what are you supposed to do? Not try to pursue a, a higher relationship because you're not trying to offend somebody that you were once a coworker with. Come on guys. Absolutely ridiculous. I want to share some of the things Caitlin said. We posted this already. She said the vibe for 2024 is messy authenticity over fake perfection. Now she posted that six hours ago as from when I'm recording this. And then she shared some slides of her absolutely dazzling on her new year's Eve party at our brand new home. I mean, look, here's the deal, right? Uh, on, on one level, a PR person would probably tell Caitlin Bristow, don't bother with some of these losers who hate you. It doesn't matter. You've got this brand new mansion. You're living your life. You've got all these friends around you. But look, I get it. I understand the itch to want to correct people, especially when you feel like they're damaging your character. I mean, look, I just had someone tell me that Caitlin cheated on Jason Tartik with no evidence whatsoever that happened. If Caitlin did cheat on Jason, don't you think we would have found out about that already? Do you really think Jason would take that high road if he was absolutely violated in his relationship? No, 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 no. Guys, come on. You got to be a little, and I understand, look, I understand my audience is pretty smart here. We're dealing with some Instagram commenters, but Caitlin posted it uh, and someone commented on it. You are trash. Ew. Her response, not some of you treating me like I murdered someone. And then she shared a lengthy response, which we're going to get to. I'm going to share her response right after a quick word from our sponsors. 
And look, we could get into the entitlement of following people in the influencer world and that feeling like they owe us something. I mean, you've got people that are mad at Caitlin Bristow because she has responded correcting the issue over whether she cheated or not. I mean, people would rather let this rumor fester than have her nip it in the bud. If Caitlin's lying to our faces right now when she says, I didn't cheat, and don't I mean, don't you think Jason or someone else in the camp would correct her? We have zero evidence to prove that there was any cheating. Here's what Caitlin had to say. She posted this on her Instagram story. You would think by now I'd be used to the hate. I'm not. Your words hurt. Your shaming hurts. Part of me feels a little sad and honestly embarrassed for you guys because this shouldn't be how you spend day one of a new year. You should not be this invested in someone you don't even know or respect. It's actually scary and I don't and I know looking inward might be even scarier for you. But the bullying is next level. You are allowed to have opinions and feelings, but you don't even know the truth and your hate should actually come with consequences. I truly worry about some of your mental health. It's not okay. It's not. Please, please feel ashamed of yourselves for treating someone this way who you don't know. I did not kill someone. I had a party with some of my favorite people. Shame on you, not me. I am not one-dimensional. What you see on people's social media does not mean you know them, and this part might sting, but I would never, ever want to switch places with you. Your life seems so sad, so I will not take the opinions of someone who I would not trade places with. Wow. She then said, y'all want to feel big, loud, and important, but you are small-minded and sad. And again, she's talking to the haters here. We have to be careful not to take offense to things. If you didn't send her mean DMs, this isn't for you. She said, thank you to everyone who is kind on my platform. Love you guys. You are the real ones. I wish I could just share my truth and tell you my side. It's hard to bite my dang tongue sometimes. She said, it's hard to bite my dang tongue sometimes, but you just go on and continue to have your own little made-up story in your head and believe what you want to believe. Social media, la-la land, good Lord. And then she said, but like they don't know the truth or any backstory. And look, okay, I'll give you something here. I'm not just a random commenter. I I, I have a little bit of an insight to this story. You know, I met Caitlin when I did her podcast. Jason was there, met him. Good people like them both. I've gotten to know Caitlin through other chit-chatting. And I don't know, there's just something about certain people in Bachelor Nation that I relate to more than others. And Caitlin I see as a almost like sisterly type where I go, oh, I get it. I get it. She's got millions of followers. She's making millions of dollars, but that doesn't stop her from not wanting the hate online. It's hard for people to cope with the internet and how that relates to real life. So yes, she can be multidimensional. She can be happy in her new home. Maybe it's a mansion for all I know. I don't know. I'm sure it's a nice place. She can be happy there, but she can also be so sickened that people would take this maybe soft launch and think that she's somehow cheating or has all these other issues. We don't know that. And even if you think her life is messy, why spend all the energy sharing the hate? Now, I know what you might say, Dave, Dave, most of the audience isn't this way. I totally understand. But it's so 
shocking to me still in this day when I see this play out with somebody who truly tries their best. I mean, she's got a podcast, whether you love it or hate it, that is there to share her opinion about certain things, try to find out why she ticks the way she does and, you know, figure it all out. I mean, we've got people commenting in my own DMs saying, oh, it'll never work out. He's sober. She's not this, that, and the other. Let Zach Clark be an adult with agency. Let him make whatever decisions he wants to make. You know, I had an aunt, I got an aunt who's 35 years sober. She has no problem hanging out with people with alcohol because she's learned what she can and can't handle and she can take herself out of situations if she can't be there, this, that, and the other. Can't we trust Zach to be the same way? And, you know, can't we trust Zach to know his limitations if he wants to live a sober life, decide what he wants to put into his body and what others do is not really his problem. If Caitlin's, you know, able to live her life and run her brand with entrepreneurial success as a business owner and podcast champ and all these other things. He seems to value that. She's no, I'm not here to compare Tasha and Caitlin. They're completely different people. They both have their success, but maybe there's a world where Zach is hardwired and meant for Caitlin. Who is she to try to put that relationship on the back burner for a quasi relation, you know, bachelor focused friendship with Tasha? Would Tasha do the same thing for her? So other people have commented why shouldn't Caitlyn, when people are spreading lies about her and attacking her character, why shouldn't she comment? Of course she's going to respond when people are being shitty. And this response I'm about to share with you says it all. She's responded multiple times now. She's feeding into the hysteria at this point. It doesn't work to keep trying to reason with trolls. If she wants to make a statement, fine, but the continuous back and forth is not productive and I doubt healthy for her. Listen, whether it's healthy or not, we have to have greater empathy for those like Caitlin that are in a position where they're trying to cope with this parasocial relationship they have with their fans and with their friends. I know I would be quick to block people if they came after me for not being the version of whatever they wanted me to be. Caitlin, love it or hate it, will be the best version of herself that she wants to be. We you, myself, and anyone else who follows her needs to accept that or move on from that. So get healthy in 2024 with the follow button. Get healthy with the unfollow button. Feel free to block and unfollow those that don't serve you well. But trying to spread hate and lies in life because you might not have the things that someone else has or wants, that's just not the way to go. And trust me, I know I'm speaking to the choir. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I am so dang proud of this audience. I truly view this audience as being one of the smartest, most empathetic audiences that we have in Bachelor Nation. You don't follow me because I post snarky memes on podcasts. You stick around for the long conversations about bettering ourselves and trying to cope with this world we live in, which involves social media, dating reality shows, and all of these other parasocial relationships. We're all going to try our best. I'm coming in hot today, folks. I got some great YouTube videos you're going to want to check out, and I'm going to round it all up this afternoon with another episode of The Rush. As always, we are bringing the heat early into 2024. Have a good one. I'll be back. Dave Neal, Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't join the free Facebook group Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? 
Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.